But right now she wasn't sure if it stopped her having fun or if it kept her alive. Call me Nat. If I'm helping you escape, we might as well drop the formalities. And you can't keep those shoes on your feet. You'll injure yourself when you land. And give me your purse. Harriet clung to it. This was New York City. She would no more hand her purse to a stranger than she would walk naked through Central Park. It went against every instinct she had. She was the type of person who looked twice before she crossed the road, who checked the lock on her door before she went to sleep. She wasn't a risk taker, which was exactly why she should do it. Forcing down the side of her that wanted to clutch the purse to her chest and never let it go, she thrust it at Nat. Take it and drop it down to me. She eased one leg out of the window, ignoring the voice of anxiety that rang loud in her head. What if she didn't? What if she ran off with it, used all her credit cards, stole her identity? If Nat wanted to steal her identity, she was welcome to it. She was more than ready to be someone else, particularly after the evening she'd just had. Being herself wasn't working out so well. Through the open window, she could hear the roar of traffic, the cacophony of horns, the squealing of brakes, the background rumble that was New York City. Harriet had lived here all her life. She knew virtually every street and every building. Manhattan was as familiar to her as her own living room, if considerably larger. Nat took her shoes from her. Try not to rip your coat. Great coat, by the way. Love the color, Harriet. The coat is new. I bought it especially for this date because I had high hopes, which proves that an optimistic nature can be a disadvantage. I think it's lovely to be optimistic. Optimists are like Christmas lights. They brighten everything around them. Are you really a twin? That's very cool. Today's challenge had been don't be reserved with strangers. She was fine when she got to know someone, but often she didn't even make it past those first excruciatingly awkward stages. She was determined to change that. Given that she and Natalie had met precisely 30 minutes earlier when she'd served her a delicious-looking shrimp salad, she was satisfied she'd made at least some progress. She hadn't clammed up or responded in monosyllables as she frequently did with people she didn't know. Most important of all, she hadn't stammered which she took as evidence that she'd finally learned to control the speech fluency issues that had blighted her life until her 20s. It had been years now since she'd stumbled her way through a sentence, and even stressful situations didn't seem to trigger it, so there was no excuse for being so cautious with strangers. All in all, a good result. And part of that was down to the support of her sister. It is cool being a twin. Very cool. Nat gave a wistful sigh. She's your best friend, right? You share everything, confidences, shoes, most things. The truth was that, until recently, she'd been the one to do most of the sharing. Fliss found it hard to open up, even to Harriet, but lately she'd been trying hard to change. And Harriet was trying to change, too. She'd told her twin she didn't need protecting, and now she had to prove it to herself. Being a twin had many advantages, but one of the disadvantages was that it made you lazy, or maybe complacent would be a better word. She'd never had to worry too much about navigating the stormy waters of the friendship pool because her best friend had always been right there by her side. 
Whatever life had thrown at them, and it had thrown plenty, she and Fliss had been a unit. Other people had good friendships, but nothing, nothing came close to the wonder of having a twin. When it came to sisters, she'd won the lottery. Nat tucked Harriet's purse under her arm. So you share an apartment? We did. Not anymore. Harriet wondered how it was some people could talk and talk without stopping. How long before the man sitting inside the restaurant came looking for her? She's living in the Hamptons now. Not a million miles away, but it might as well have been a million miles. She fell in love. Great for her, I guess. But you must miss her like crazy. That was an understatement. The impact on Harriet had been huge, and her emotions were conflicted. She was thrilled to see her twin so happy, but for the first time in her life, she was now living.